Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Good morning, DA. How are you? Good morning, my neighbor! Get off! Damon... Hey, yes, how are you? Yeah, thanks for having me on, buddy. Yeah, great question. All aboard. Good dog. This is why you do what you do. Yo. Somebody stop me. I'm coming to you to be fat. Let me be fat. Look it. There's so many sickos in this country. This is facts. A little more juice. What? I am broken. Good morning. Well, as I was saying, when I was listening to the radio, I heard something. And what did you hear? A hissing sound like this. Hey, T.A. Hey, D.A. Let me aboard that mothership. Permission to board that mothership, sir. Well, you know, I had to slide through the intergalactic swag party. B.A., man, beam me up. What's going on, my brother from another mother? Beam me up. You guys are the best. You guys make it. Permission to board that mothership. Mothership has connected. And you the man, D.A. My name is Hove, Hove, H to the O-V. I used to move snowflakes by the O-Z. Carlos turned around. Carlos goes, what? We're starting like that? Dump. You know where you are. The mothership connects. It's the asset. GC. I asked our bosses a few weeks ago. I said, uh, hey, let me let me fill in as a host at some point. I bailed out. Bill Ryder's show, Ryder Than You, because the host that day was in Milwaukee. Bart Winkler was filling in, and Bart's line cut out two minutes before the show. So D-Cell grabs me from the newsroom and goes, hey, I need you to fill until we get Bart back. And then they never got Bart back. So... D-Cell being a good soldier. He actually interviewed that day for the vacant job left by the albatross that left this show. D-Cell was dressed to the nines. He brought his suit with him. And he was very funny because when he got done with his interview, he came out and he said, yo, I, I talked you up in there with the bosses, told him that you did a good job filling in on Ryder Than You. So when I saw our boss, David Marinick, later that day before I left, I said, Dave, you know, I'd love to get a chance to host at some point. I didn't mean today. 
I didn't want to do it today. I was at MLB Network last night until midnight. From 10 to midnight, I hosted MLB Big Inning, our version of NFL's Red Zone. Went home, and just like Carlos with a K, could not sleep. Real hard hat, guys. Zero sleep. I'm on no sleep, Jerry. No sleep. I told the guys in the newsroom, I got in bed at 1245, set the alarm for 415, and I just tossed and turned. Tossed and turned. I finally checked my phone. It was 245. And then the next thing I remember, the alarm was going off at 415. So we'll generously say 90 minutes. And it makes me miss the days of 70s and 80s baseball when you would hear about clubhouses that had just bowls of amphetamines in the trainer's room. Like, if we had a bowl of greenies or yellow jackets in the newsroom right now, I know that I'd be grabbing a handful. I know Carlos would have been getting all in on that. Butcher's smiling at me across the glass. Maybe? No. You don't think so? Not for me. You a coffee guy, at least? A little bit. A little coffee. A little bit. Energy drinks? Definitely not. All right, so we're going to get to know you today. Carlos and I talked about you on the PGP Did side we ever? B. Carlos and I, that was, a, that was an interesting PGP. I don't think we talked about anything really topical. No, I think the only thing that I tried to do in terms of steering the, uh, the conversation was just like, hey, by the way, everybody who's listening, yeah. he's hosting on Friday, so tune in for that. Also, good job by you. I should introduce our cast to our thousands upon thousands of listeners. We got The Butcher, we got Carlos with an S, and we've got Schwartz on Sports on Updates. That'll be coming up at the bottom of the hour. But you know this program. You've got soundcheck. You've got a bunch of other things. We'll talk about some things. We've got at 920, WWE superstar Bianca Belair calling in. She's going to be talking about WrestleMania 40 tickets, which just went on sale at Lincoln Financial Field. I will be going to night one of that, by the way. Sometimes it's funny how that works out. We got to link up. Uh, we didn't discuss this off air. Oh, of course I'm going. Oh, I have I'm no going idea. both nights. You're going both nights. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a fiend. Ew. I did not know this. That's why Pete and I should be friends. Pete, if you're listening, mm. wink, wink. I'm going. Wow, you're trying Hold hard. On. I also noticed that we all noticed that when Greg Giannotti came in, Greg used to do the morning show here. He's now on the local side hosting Boomer and Geo. Did you stand at attention and salute him because he, I did. You did, right? Yeah. Is that a running thing for you two now? Uh, I've done it to him, and I've done it to I can't forget who, but like that. Yeah, that's like the third time. Energy that we need here, but that he wants no part of. And I said this. I I give Da. I give Bogish. I give all these guys a lot of credit to do this show. Monday through Friday. And for the real hard hat guys out there, the ones that are driving the trucks and driving the plows, they're going to laugh at me. But like this, this is a tough gig, man. You know, you, to be creative, to have those juices flowing, and to be fresh, you got to love it. So everybody's watching Hard Knocks, right? I am. I watched the second episode yesterday. It's about the New York Jets, and because we're right here in New York, 
The Jets are America's team for now. Here's your cold open. This is where I think Hackett and his staff are where it's going to come to fruition and creativity and different personnel groupings. and uh, But at the same time, they have the ability not only to do all that stuff, but knowing full well that you can also just dot the I and just run downhill, and we've got enough guys who can do that too. Being on the other side of that for the last six years, you know, I couldn't be on the other side no more. So it was just like being a, I got the chance to go join them and, you know, you know help them win, win again. You know, that was that was a big thing to come, come over here. Amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart-rending. It's DA's top story. Here he goes. It's your cold open. So the whole thing is that the Jets didn't want to do hard knocks. Nobody wanted to do hard knocks. And yet the two episodes that I've watched that have been released, it looks like they're eating it up pretty well. Robert Sala's come across well. Roger's obviously the star. We got a Liev Schreiber cameo in episode one. He's the voice of the show and has been for a long time. And Rogers even said, he's like, dude, you're the goat. And Liev Schreiber says, I'm just ripping off John Facenda, which is for the old school guys out there that remember the old NFL films. But I've been enjoying this. I, I watch the preseason hard knocks every year. I'm not as into the in-season one. I don't know why. Maybe just because you need a break from football during the year. Does half that make the teams sense? Suck too. What's that? Like half the teams they put on midseason, they suck. Yeah, like the Cardinals last year. Yeah, nobody cares about the backup. And then who did they do? Did they do one the year prior? I don't I think it was the first one. I believe one. it was the Colts. It was the I'll Colts. Verify that. Yeah, come on. You know, so I'm not as into the in-season one. And to me, the in-season one would be way more of a distraction than anything during training camp. But I think that this is a good thing for the Jets. I do. I think that for them, this is a weird thing. They're on the national radar. They do have a target on their back because you spend enough time in this building on 345 Hudson Street in New York City. There's enough people here that'll tell you Super Bowl or bust. I don't know about that. But if I'm Robert Sala, I'm thinking AFC title game or bust because his job's on the line. There's a lot of expectations this year for the New York Jets, and it starts with the quarterback. You heard from new running back Dalvin Cook saying that he came over. Big reason why was Aaron Rodgers. And that's why the quarterback position doesn't matter what you pay those guys. They are worth every single penny. The only major difference with the Jets from last year to this year is who they have playing quarterback. And in the blink of an eye, you change the entire perception of your franchise. And that's an amazing thing. That is an invaluable thing, what Aaron Rodgers has done. They've got a loaded offense. You know, they had a 1,000-yard receiver last year in Garrett Wilson. He might go for 15, 1,600 this year with Rodgers throwing. They've got Dalvin Cook. They've got Brees Hall, who looked electric on an open field run yesterday. Their defense is good. It's not great. They did not force a lot of turnovers I think our pal Joe Beningo, Jets super fan, said that they forced three turnovers in the last eight games. And he was great. I mean, he was talking to Robert Sala earlier this week at Jets camp. I mean, just, you know, calling him out like, you know, could you get a freaking turnover? What'd you have, three turnovers in the last eight games? Coach. And Joe can do that. Joe's earned that right. Him and Sala are buddies, so it's cool. But their defense needs to force more turnovers. 
Their offensive line's no good. It's just not good. And they, you know, they they kind of downplay it. You're not hearing a lot about it, but the whispers are that the line is just a sieve. Uh, you know, Rodgers can extend plays. Rodgers can improvise, and he can pivot off of things at the line of scrimmage, but he's also not a young man anymore, and he's playing on a bum calf. So, yeah, you can flush the pocket. You could roll out, but you also don't want Aaron Rodgers running for his life the entire season. So, yeah, expectations are high for the Jets. Could they win the division? They could. I don't know if they're beating Buffalo, but should they at least split with the Bills? Yeah, they should. They should beat the Pats twice. And the Dolphins, I think, that could be a good a good two games. I think the AFC East is going to be really fun to watch. At least three of those four teams. I don't know about the Pats. But I, I want to see what happens here with the Jets. We're going to find out what they are. And Rodgers is with them for two years. And I give him a lot of credit. I've always been a fan of his, even towards the end of his time in Green Bay, where you could tell that, you know, he was the classic case of a guy, and we all know people like this. Some of us listening right now are that guy, where you're trapped in a marriage and you just don't really know how to get out of it. And that seemed like what happened to him at the end of his time in Green Bay. My Uncle Frankie, perfect example. Trapped in a marriage, has nowhere to go. That was Rodgers in Green Bay because of Brian Gutekunst. I'm GM Brian Gutekunst. Nobody could say his name right on this show. I think we, I actually said it once doing an update, and it got dumped. I'm pretty sure it got dumped. Yeah, that was, that was a Jody bad moment a couple weeks ago. Can we play that? Oh, it's Do like, we have that? I, I gotta, I mean, let me find we'll, it. We'll get to that later. But I, I think Rodgers has done such a great job repairing his image, turning his perception around because he comes across really well here. You know, he's he's got this very wry, very dry sense of humor. He is a ball buster extraordinaire, and he has eaten up this opportunity. I like that during the second preseason game when they went to Carolina – you know, he was talking with Salah at halftime, and he said, listen, I want chatter in the locker room during halftime. I do not want it quiet in here. I want each position group going over what we got to go over, making the necessary adjustments, getting ready for the second half. And then there was another thing at the end of episode two where he pulls Makai Becton aside and said, hey, good job. Let's talk this week. Let's get lunch. I think that's great. And that's a guy that's been in the league. That's a first ballot Hall of Famer, a four-time MVP, pulling aside a guy that was highly touted as a first-round pick. And, you know, that goes a long way. It's little things like that. You know, the guys across the way, the guys across the glass will tell you that if somebody in a position of power in your job just takes a little bit of time to get to know you, to show an interest in you, it carries a long way. I remember my first shift here, my first update shift here, March 9th, 2018, my dad's birthday. That's why I remember it. I was nervous as all hell. I was so nervous driving into the city that night. It was probably the most nervous I had ever been before anything I'd ever done on air. 
And when I got here, I probably got here three and a half hours early, the way Jack Stern still does for his update shifts. I was a trendsetter, by the way, doing that. I, I was doing that way before him. He ripped me off. But I remember seeing Steve Summers in the break room. Steve Summers, longtime host on WFAN, overnight guy since day one. And we just chopped it up for five minutes. And I told him that I was new and it was my first update shift. And, uh, you know, in classic schmooze style, he talked me off the ledge. You're going to be great. You wouldn't be here in this position if it wasn't your skills. You're going to do a great job. And just that little interaction made me feel so much better before I came into the studio. And then we went the complete opposite direction that night because Scott Farrell was sitting in this chair hosting from 10 to 2. And I listened to Pharrell when he hosted on Howard 101. So the lights in here were all turned down. And I, you know, said hello, introduced myself, and Pharrell was classic. He goes, you don't care if the lights are off, right? I go, no, Scott, whatever you got to do, man. He goes, yeah, try and make it like a strip club vibe in here. <laughs> all right, Scotty. I miss Pharrell. He's doing his thing on Sports Grid. I also thought watching Rodgers... He is going to have a career in broadcasting. He will not make a good game analyst. He's too subdued for that. Like, he's too drugged up for that. He's a little too mellow, man. But I think as a studio analyst, I think as a guy on the desk, he would be phenomenal. I look at him the way I look at Derek Jeter, how they're both... Very reserved, very buttoned up, but they've got this dry wit and this sense of humor that I think plays well in that setting. So I could see Aaron Rodgers when this two-year deal is done. I don't know if he does it right away, but somebody is going to make a heavy pitch to get him and join their network. And I think he's going to do a great job as a studio analyst. And there's another aspect of this that, Again, Sala is coaching for his job. There's no question. I think that the Jets need at minimum with the expectations this year to make the AFC title game. Those are big shoes once you bring number 12 into the picture. But you also got to think about the future. You got to think about life after Aaron Rodgers because that's what this league is about. If you're just thinking one season at a time, you can't. Like, the great teams are thinking two and three steps ahead, two and three years ahead. Adam Thielen, who's now with the Panthers, veteran receiver, had a great run with the Vikings, pulled Zach Wilson aside and said, don't listen to the outside noise. Don't let them, the media, the fans, public perception, tell them who you are. You know who you are. And I thought that was a great thing. And I hope that for Jets fans long-suffering Jets fans, that this is not just two years and, all right, same old Jets, that Rodgers sets the tone, establishes this culture, and maybe Zach Wilson learns a thing or two about a thing or two. And maybe they did get it right with the quarterback. Might have taken some time, might have been a couple of bridge years in there, but maybe Zach Wilson turns it around. Is that the... the yeah, so my headset stinks. We're going to fix this during the break because you get this expensive Bose headset, and now it's no good. So that means it's time for me to take 
my first time out. It's the... What's that? Oh, yeah. Live read. See? This is how we do it here. This show is sponsored in part by BetterHelp, which I could use. Sometimes in life, we're faced with tough choices, and the path forward isn't always clear. Whether you're dealing with decisions around career relationships or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life, so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. Trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything. The more you practice it, the easier it gets. Therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. You know, we all have been through some unpredictable times over the past few years, and it's not a sign of weakness to ask for help. If you're thinking of starting therapy, do it. I did. Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DA today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DA. You're listening to... I was going to say, the DA show rolls on. Greg Caserta with you. We're taking you up till 10 o'clock Eastern on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the DA show only on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. CBS presents this program in color. An educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in. They can fire you, but they can't eat you. And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. The audio you need to hear. It's DA Soundcheck. Greg Caserta filling in for DA, reminding you that with eBay Guaranteed Fit, you're the MVP because when you see that green check, you'll know that part fits your vehicle. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And here's what at the bottom of this says. Last night, running back Trey Sermon had an explosive 33-yard touchdown run as the Eagles and Browns tied 18-18. 
What a scintillating preseason game that was. Wow. 18-18. All of that with eBay. You get a little bit of everything. You get box scores. You get motors. Yeah, that's eBay's drive of the week. <laughs> that was good. Whoever wrote that was a genius. Somebody works in radio. You wah, fancy wah. boy, you. Wow, 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 wow. Uh, yeah, uh, coming up, uh, Peter Schwartz, bottom of the hour. We got uh, we got updates. You know what we do here. So we're in sound check. This is my favorite part of the show. Really, the end of the show is my favorite, but this is right near the top. This has to be like number two on the list. And we're going to keep it with the NFL because we're not talking baseball for a little while. We'll get into that later. One of my favorite characters, a guy that I think I've changed my tune on. I'm sure a lot of people have. Russell Wilson getting ready for year two in Denver, but things are different now with Sean Payton. I think it's all coming together. The pictures all coming together. You know, it takes time to ba- you know paint a beautiful picture sometimes, and uh, we're doing that all as all as one. And uh, I got a lot of confidence in our guys and who we are as a collective team. You know, and uh, we're not wavering. We're just gonna keep working and, and getting ready. That's what he's supposed to say. He's a weird dude. He's so corny. Like, yeah. He, you can't say anything cool if you're Russell Wilson. Uh, it takes time to paint a beautiful picture. Like, well, come on, dude. But like, why is it that with his time in Seattle, when he was there, him being corny was fine. It was a non-issue. And now all we think about is, man, what a cornball this guy is. Because there's like almost, there's two Russell Wilsons. There is the Russell Wilson that's corny, that's the... Uh, Kind of the Tiger Woods sound alike. Mm. And then there's the quote unquote hood Russell Wilson. Like, you ever done anything hey, dangerous? Hey, Seattle, we we made the deal. <laughs> I'm getting yeah. my hair braided, my wife in Sierra. So there's actually three right. Russell Wilsons because there's, there's a lot of, there's there's a lot of Russell Wilson. So the more personas that come out, the more people start to look at this dude like he, he's a bit of a cornball. I will say, we'll Mr. get Mr. A... Unlimited. Oof. That was rough. Was that the Subway commercial? No, they're, they're, that was separate. That was eh, unlimited Subway. Same thing. They're both bad. This is one. You ever done anything dangerous? Yeah. We're going to get a really good idea of who he is and how we remember him based on year one with Sean Payton. Sean Payton ran an offense in New Orleans with Drew Brees that was very consistent. You know, they didn't really do these crazy gadget plays. They ran a very traditional pro-style offense. Let's see how creative Sean Payton is this year. Russell got a a schlacking last year. He took a freaking beating behind that line. Now, I will say this. It looks like he's very happy at home. You know, Ciara posted something the other day, a picture of the, the family. I think they have four kids together. That is a beautiful family. I will say that. The two of them made four beautiful children. And they appear to be a very happy, tight-knit couple. So I am happy for him. I am not wishing ill on Russell Wilson. Because I did like him in Seattle. I love the way he extended plays. How he always seemingly avoided the big hit as a mobile quarterback. This is going to tell us a lot about who he is and what ultimately defines him how he stands and ranks in the league we're gonna we're gonna find out very soon so we go from denver to miami tua bites back a little bit and i like this from the i can give you guys a play and then if you guys want to repeat it after me 
as if you guys were in the huddle. You guys can. All right. Should I go once or twice saying it? Once. Once? All right. We got North Right, Clamp, South Fox, H-Top, Pass 38, Top, Gumby, XP, Sweat. Let's go. Anyone? Yeah, sounds like a pre-snap penalty to me. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. All right. So all I got out of that, North, South, Fox, Clamp. Can we get that one more time? Anybody else pick up on anything? I got nothing. Nothing. That's all I got. Nothing's up North, here. South, Fox, Clamp. And I don't even think Clamp came after Fox. And there were a bunch of things after that. So you see the play. You hear the play. Factor in seventy-five to 80,000 screaming fans. All right. You're on the road. You're down three. And the place is going bonkers. You got to get the call from your headset, relay it to your 10 guys. That was one thing that quarterback did incredibly well. If you haven't watched the quarterback series yet on Netflix, I think it was episode four or five where they broke down what the quarterbacks have to do to memorize plays. It really made me appreciate how smart you have to be to be an NFL quarterback. There have been plenty of guys that have the physical traits, the attributes, but there's nothing going on up here in between the ears. That really, to me, tells the story of a lot of guys. You know, so the fact that these guys memorize the plays that they do, they know all the mechanizations, all the little nuances to the routes, and then you have to pick up possible blitzes, guys dropping into coverage. It's unbelievable. And for a guy to call the media out on that, and Tua was having fun. Let's also remember, Tua was not being a jerk. I like Tua because Tua has fought back with the media sometimes. He was pissed at them last year when they reported on him getting married. And I appreciated that. No, I really did. Butch, you're smiling. I, I, I appreciate that because he's a private guy. He doesn't want his personal life out there. I get that. So I like Tua in that regard. Um, I, I worry about him. I think a lot of us worry about him because another dunk on the turf and we could be looking at some serious brain damage. But hopefully he stays protected because I like Tua. Colts wide receiver Michael Pittman needs to slow down. Here's why. Anthony Richardson um, going to the Hall of Fame? Yes. Yes, he is. Um, so... He still has, you know, like he still has probably like 15 years to like go. But I mean, like I see him. I mean, I mean, I mean, like dude's a freak out here. I mean, I mean, like he's what, like 240. Could probably bench press a house. He's like faster than me probably. But like I like, would never tell him that though. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna see this on CBS, you know. Oh, oh well, then like I like take it back. Like he's slower than me. <laughs> Who asked him that question? That's Jonathan Jones on CBS Sports. Oh, he used to work here. Did he? Yeah, that was Gio and Jones. Gio, right? No, Brian Jones. Brian Jones. Brian Jones. That's a different Jones. All right, so I can trash this guy. That's a stupid question. I mean, maybe he was doing it tongue-in-cheek. Like, they were having a conversation off-air prior to that, and he kind of set him up like, hey, I'm going to ask you this question about Richardson going to the Hall of Fame. I pray to God that's not somebody asking a serious question. I would think not, but... 
for, listen, I understand getting your guys back, you're getting your teammates back. The guy hasn't played a down of professional football, and the jury's still out as if he was even a good college quarterback. Sure. The like the preseason that he had was mixed results. Uh, 54% was his completion percentage in college. Like, part of being a quarterback is the ability to throw the ball and complete the pass. So yeah. we're going to take Pittman seriously that Richards is going to be in the Hall of Fame. Let, let's slow down. May, maybe he goes into the Hall of Fame as a tight end. I don't know. Uh, maybe he thinks he's going to be like a, uh, you know, like an X receiver catching 50-50 balls. But as a quarterback, let's slow the roll there to Jack. He can you bench play- press a house, though. What's that again? He said he could bench press a house. Oh, is that true? Yeah, I, get, I guess so. He's got the physical attributes. Yeah. 100%. And I'm rooting for Anthony Richardson. The story I heard about him that I loved was at the Combine when he was there. He stuck around after the workout and helped them clean up because the players apparently made a mess with cups and wrappers and things like that on the sideline. And he's like, yeah, we shouldn't have left a mess. So he actually helped the cleaning crew clean up after themselves. So I will always root for Anthony Richardson just from that. I don't know. I think it's it's so much fun for me to just be the angry, grumpy guy like somebody has to be. That's kind of what morning radio is when you have all these different roles you have this rotating circle, and you just pew, pew, pew. It's fun for me to be the angry, grumpy guy, especially after no sleep last night. You're like Pete if he had power. Exactly. And you wonder why you and Pete aren't buddies. Huh? That's, good. That's good. I'll see you at WrestleMania. Dude. Yeah, I'll, I'll see you over there. Um, yeah, I think that. I honestly think that question was done tongue-in-cheek. I don't think Michael Pittman was coming right out of the gate and saying, oh, yeah, my, my quarterback's going to be a Hall of Famer. We don't know yet, but we'll find out soon. We've got a lot of rookie quarterbacks coming in. I'm excited to see Bryce Young in Carolina. Bryce Young under Frank Reich, that's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, that team's going to be no good. He has no offensive line, but I could tell a lot about Bryce Young on the very first throw that he made to Adam Thielen. He went through a full four-read progression, and he slings it to Thielen with pressure coming and completes the uh, play. Bryce Young is going to be that dude because he's really, really smart. He sees the field well. It's just, you know, all the talks about his size, I think it's overblown. We have smaller yes. quarterbacks in the league already. Look at no Kyler question. Murray when it's in his really small tank top. Uh, so Bryce is going to be just fine as long as the line can, you know, stand up a little bit. But they're not going to be any good, but I think he could be the guy. Botch looked at me as you were going through that breakdown and we're like, oh, somebody knows football. That was a very good breakdown. Hard hat guy. Because the football's your favorite, right? Oh, by a mile. Like, and it's not even close. Yeah, by a, by a mile. A, a, a pro football, when it comes to NFL, I'm your huckleberry. Yeah, see, like, I could listen to you break football down. I don't like when a lot of these former players get, like, too into the weeds on formations and things like that. Like, that really annoys me. Split banana Y, X, Y. Yeah, you know, you got a too high safety shell. Like, you're not impressing us. What Carlos just did, that's impressive. Be like Carlos. And I leave you with that as we welcome in my pal, guy I haven't seen in a while here. Yeah, where have you been? I've been hiding, dude. Jeez, man. Busy, busy. I think I saw you more during the pandemic than I have in the last couple of months. You honestly did. You honestly did. did. I saw you more in the first few months when I got back here. Yeah. We saw each other, I feel like, almost every once a week, twice a week. Like two ships passing in the night. Yeah, you know, and, I would be leaving. You'd be 
coming yeah. in and coming and going. Vice versa. How you doing? I'm doing okay. Yeah. You complain? Well, if I complain, nobody would listen. Oh, well, to I mean, on this show, everybody listens. That's, well, that's yeah, the problem. When you complain, yeah, everybody oh, yeah, listens. Yeah, I hear about it. Yeah, any little, any. Yes, no, I'm not in the complaining business today. I, all is good. All good. is good. So what I, do we get? What do we got? We got baseball. First up, Los Angeles. The Dodgers just keep on rolling. Evan Phillips to Willie Adamas, and here it comes, and down he goes, swung on and missed strike three. The Dodgers have won 11 straight. Phillips saves his 18th, the Dodgers' 12th shutout of the year, a season-high 28 games over 500. That was the voice of Charlie Steiner on Dodgers Radio. Dodgers beat the Brewers 1-0. L.A. now 15-1 in August. Austin Barnes with his first home run since September of last season. Now to Washington, where the Red Sox playoff hopes took a hit. Now the 0-2. Swing a line drive left center field. This is headed toward the gap. It's down. It's going by Yoshida and all the way to the fence. This is going to clear the bases. Racing home downs and Thomas into second with another two-run double is Joey Manessis. He's driven in five runs all by himself. The Nationals eight, the Red Sox one. What a ball game for Joey Manessis. That was Dave Jagler on Nationals Radio. Nationals beat the Red Sox 10-7. In St. Louis, Pete Alonzo keeps putting balls in orbit. Payoff pitch. Alonzo clocks one. Deep center field. Edmund back looks up. It is gone. Onto the grassy Berman straightaway center. It falls onto the natural batter's eye. A two-run home run for Pete Alonzo. 2-0 Mets lead in the top of the fourth. That was Keith Ratt on Mets Radio. Mets beat the Cardinals 4-2 for Pete Alonzo, his 37th home run of the season. So Alonzo's second in the National League in homers and RBIs, trailing only Matt Olson. Adam Wainwright has not won a game since he beat the Mets in June at City Field. Mm-hmm. His whole reason for coming back this year, one more go. We had a playoff team last year. We might be able to do it again. He was going for win number 200. He's been stuck on 198 for over two months. So he might play out the season and still not get there. Yeah, he's running out of time. Oof. I think he'll get there, though. I think they'll they'll find a way. Uh, they, I mean, if he's retiring anyway, I mean, they can maybe squeeze a couple extra starts. They got to get something. I mean, for him to come back and to not get to 200 would be a travesty. I don't think Med fans would be crying about it. Well, I was going to say. Last night. After 2006. It's amazing how we're still talking about that 17 years later. Yeah. That was, was, I'm not a, I'm a Yankee fan, but my wife's a Met fan. We had World Series tickets. Wow. We went to game six of that series against the Cardinals. Okay. Let's tie the series. And we're watching the game at home. And I've got tickets. I think it was, I think we had tickets for game four of the World Series. Mm -hmm. And. And I'm again. I'm not a Met fan, so I got there's no rooting interest. But sure. I wanted to go to the World Series. Yeah, of course. And I'm like, I hated Carlos Bayerga for that. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I said, I said, I'm not sitting Beltran. there crying. Beltron. Uh, Beltron. Yeah, yeah. What did I say? Did I say Bayerga. Wow. I don't know dating, why I boy, said. You're Car- dating yourself, son. I am. That's oh not an old God. fart. No, uh, but I, I swing the bat. It was the hammer of all hammers, though. Wainwright just came over the top with that curve and just he gave him that old jelly leg. And that I'll was never a straight forget that. Up 12 to 6. Like, oh my you're God. out of time. That pitch was disgusting. I'll never forget that. That was a month into my freshman year of college. I'll never forget. I was watching that in my buddy's dorm room. And at the time, I was a Yankees fan. I've since relinquished that. Thank you, thank you Brian Cashman. Um, but. Well, you've thrown a team under the bus because oh. they're having a bad season? Yeah, we'll get into that. 
We have a lot of time oh, here. See now, listen. Now you see. Now you're getting Shorts. into. Oh my God. We got a long time I to went, talk about. I went this. through something like this with with Dexter Henry on WFAN <laughs> the other night, where he said he gave up on the Jets and now wants to root for the Steelers. Ooh. And I'm like, like you, you cannot relinquish your rooting interest in the team. I would never... unless they do something so immoral and so heinous, like. You, you root for your teams, win or lose. I teach that to my kids. Don't give up. I would never abandon ship and then jump on a bandwagon. I would mm. never do what Dexter did. That's inexcusable. Yeah. And I'll have to talk with him about that in yeah. private. But, I mean. I chastised him. You should have. Yeah. How did he respond to that? Because uh, he's a well, nice guy. He's a tremendous guy. I've known him for a long time. Yeah. Now, he took it and he took the chest. He took the, whatever you want to go, the verbal assault from mm. me in stride with a smile on his face. I think he knows he did the wrong thing. And maybe we have to have a conversation about what right. just came out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I teach my kids all the time. You pick a team when you're a child, or sometimes it's bestowed upon you by your parents, and you stick with it. But you're a Jets fan, right? I am a Jets fan. I have never stopped rooting for Hasn't them. it given you just agita? Yes, over but the years? I can't live without it. Yeah, it's I don't know. There's like some sick perversion that I think we have and you're a rarity, by the way, yeah. being a Yankees and a Jets fan. Normally Yankees, Jets, Islanders, Knicks. Right. Normally, it's Mets, Jets. Yeah. And I think of those people, and they are pathetic. <laughs> I truly, they, they, are, they are gluttons for punishment. Wow. I feel terrible for them. Those, are my, kid, those are my kids. They, they were for the Mets. Yeah, because uh, when, when Cheryl was pregnant with our older son, Bradley, we had to come to an agreement on things. Oh, boy. So we're both Jet fans, so that was easy. Yeah. But she's Mets, Rangers, Rangers and um, yeah. Islanders, Yankees. So she gave me the first draft pick. <laughs> and I said, I don't hate the Mets. Okay. But I would sooner stick a needle in my eye than see my child put a Rangers jersey on. <laughs> wow. So I said, I'll tell you what, I get the Islanders, you get the Mets, we're all happy. I think The that's... kids are color-coordinated, everything is all good. Considering the dysfunction that could have caused in your house, I think you guys did it right. I think it was a phenomenal. Right? Everybody's coexisted. Yeah. Right? There haven't been any major blow-ups or anything. No, there's been a lot of trash talking. <laughs> like, you know, like, you know, dad takes it on the chin when the Mets beat the Yankees. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And the other way around. So, yeah. But it's all in good fun. No, it's, it is. If in only good all fun. the issues of the world could have been solved as easy as my wife and I figured out how the kids were going to root for their sports teams. When you got after Dex, was it on the air or off the air? Oh, it was on the air. So it was on that side? It was at WSN. Yeah, I was uh, I was hosting. You were hosting. He was doing he updates. He was doing the updates, DA yeah. takes off, and we don't respect the embargo anymore? No, I think we talked about this earlier this week. I, the was, I, I was told still it was okay. Yeah, I think the embargo. We can talk is... to teams, but the station is on the embargo. Yeah, but we're talking Look about Look at me Schwartz. bring some consistency to the program. Schwartz was hosting over there. If we were talking about an update shift, it would not matter. He was hosting a show. That's different. I'm making my own rules today, okay? <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> this is a fry DA with GC and Schwartz. Yeah, we got to talk about – we'll talk about the Yankees. We're going to get into baseball a little bit later. We can. We can air out our frustrations collectively. Yes. I'll give you mine. But in the meantime – I have to, mine. I have mine. I know you do. Are we out of time here? Can I, we are out of time here. We are out of time. So I had you, some good stuff I know you had some stuff, but that's the beauty is you can save it for the next update. I'll just add it on to the next update. There Bingo. you go. That's Peter Schwartz. I'm Greg Caserta. We got The Butcher. We got Carlos with an O. And we'll be back right after this on The DA Show. A no-sweat-pants-at-work zone. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio.
Yo, did you guys see that email that Cap just sent yes. us? Oh my god. Our, our I'm like, maybe our we Twitch don't family. use that. Kaplan, you're a savage. The dude. Twitch family has seen it. They have? Mm -hmm. Who came up with that? I think it was Cap. Cap did that? Oh, the he's Wizard good. of Watch DA. Oh, that is hilarious. That's amazing. I'm saving this picture. I'm I not am putting not it anywhere. I'm tweeting that out, by the way. No, the no, last never. Thing I need to do is get fired on no, a day no, like no, this. No, no, no. I would never. Do, I'm, but I'm saving it to my own personal camera roll. I'm absolutely showing this to friends and family. It's gold. Oh, that is so funny. Um, people in the chat were wondering about my T-shirt. This is how amazing this audience is. I love you guys. I really do. Um, somebody actually found the link to the T-shirt that I'm wearing, which is very funny. Uh, DA show quotes is just the best. And I guess this was in the Twitch chat, which I don't really know how to use Twitch. You got to sign up for it and all that. And I'm not doing that. Um, but they, they actually tweeted out the link to the shirt that I'm wearing, which is awesome. It's a polar bear with a solo cup. Oh, that's cool. Huh. I'm getting a lot of sponsored ads now for all these like clothing companies. Oh, look at you. Big shot. I mean, if you're big-timing your wife, I'm sure that you can big-time everybody else. She's not my wife yet. I can still change my mind. Don't forget that. Or, or she can. He got so concerned before, by the way. He's like, are I'm you? I'm still a little concerned. Are you? A little bit. Why? It's just, I don't know. Too, uh, real, too real for you, man? Too real. Yeah. We still have an hour and a half to go. Coming up next hour, Bianca Belair of the WWE is joining us. Going to be talking about... I was going to say Super Bowl 40. WrestleMania 40, that'll be coming up at Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia next year. I'll be going to that night one. Carlos with a K is going both nights. So you're going to be staying in Philly for the weekend. Yeah, I got a, uh, I got a really good friend that's in Philly PD. Oh, good. Uh, he's got a house, with a, a huge house with a pool and everything like that. Nice. I mean, obviously, it's going to be too cold to, cold to go swimming, uh, considering it's like in April. But, um, you know, it's always a good time hanging out with him. I've known him for 20-plus years. It's going to be a blast. All right. So, Big Lair writes in. He was talking about the Niners that we addressed in the last break. Um, Dixie Landan always trying to to stir up the, the you-know-what. And then Robin the 3-2-1 piles on. Dixieland Dan writes in, going to need Carlos to investigate what's in Grego's cup. You've been sipping on that thing for a while now, and the show keeps going further off the rails as it goes on. What you got there? Vodka, cran, bellies, and coffee. One, I don't drink at work. I just don't. I should. Working here makes you want to drink at work. But we don't because we're professionals. And then Robin the 321 goes, probably a dip spit cup. No. You're a dip guy? No, I've dipped. I think it's the hat. I've dipped, and five times in my life I've dipped, three times I've puked. Also, my dad's a dentist. If I dipped, he and my mom would be furious. And even at my age, I'm still terrified of disappointing my parents. So no, Rob, it's not dip spit, okay? Rob, dip spit. Who am I, boil? Do I look like a boil to you? With this hat, I look like a boil. Very, the shirt is definitely a boil. This is a boil. The hat, I'm not so sure about. I don't think he'd wear that, but he totally wore the shirt. Yeah. This is not my style at all, but I saw the shirt. I just thought it was awesome. You it's come a nice off looking as beta, shirt. You come off as a loser. Yeah. I mean, if you wear 
I, I guess if you wear what Boyle wears, I mean, he's an alpha, right? Ah, look at me. I'm mad. I have ladies all over the place. Is he, um, is he going to dye his hair again, you think? Was it that blonde? Think he's going to bleach his hair again? Or do you I think that's run its course? Love Boyle. Don't, don't ever do that again. I hated it at first because he looked like Mr. Joshua from Lethal Weapon. But as time grew on, I just got used to it, and it actually kind of worked. I didn't hate it at the end. I don't know. I think Boyle's got to do something. I don't know. He's gotten stale the last couple of weeks. He's got to do something to perk things up. He was basically stripping last week. Yeah, if that's... Listen, you got the body. Show it, right? You got it. You flaunt it. Um... All right, we've got a lot of people writing in now. It's awesome. Um, somebody tweeted me before and made a really good point, kind of under the radar, and I really like this, but Derek Carr to the Saints, sneaky good. I like that. They won seven games with Andy Dalton. Derek Carr makes them much better. Now, Michael Thomas's health is of the utmost importance. Alvin Kamara has lost a step Plus, he's going to be suspended a couple of games. Yeah, three games. Another upstanding citizen. Um, but they have they can make a run in that division. There's no doubt with the, Carr the, playing. There's QB. nobody. There's nobody. There really isn't. Yeah, you have no idea what the Falcons are going to be. They made a couple of nice free agent signings. I, I really like Jesse Bates. I think that yep. fits well. But Desmond Ritter, do I really know if he's a good quarterback yet? I mean, you pick him up in the third round. Uh, the Panthers, we talked Bijan, about earlier. They got Bijan. A lot of people are saying he's going to have a huge rookie uh, year. You run the ball 25 times a game. Well, because Arthur, um, I was going to say Arthur Miller. Um, blank? Arthur, Yeah, Arthur Blank. You're uh, drawing a blank there. Very good. He runs the ball 55% of the time, which I believe leads the NFL. Oh, I'm sorry. Arthur, so I draw on a blank. Arthur yeah. Blank is the owner, yes. and Arthur Smith is the head coach. Bingo. I am Ron Burgundy. Yeah. You know what Arthur Blank founded? You know what he's the... Yeah, the, Home Depot. Very good. I didn't yeah, know that until recently. Yeah, he got a lot of hammers. But 55... Per, wow, that sounds like Boyle. Uh, 55% running the ball. Um, and I, I'm with you. I'm looking forward to seeing Bryce. But I think Derek Carr to the Saints, sneaky good. And I'll, I'll get Schwartz's thoughts on this one, too. Jimmy G to the Raiders just seems destined to not work. Going to be a colossal failure. You think it's going to be that bad? Well, I just don't think he's going to be able to stay on the field, too. Really? Just health-wise? Yeah, health-wise. And I just don't think it's going to work. And I think um, I've seen a couple of people. I, I, I would believe it when I see it. Mm. But there have been a couple of NFL reporters suggesting that the odds on favor that Devontae Adams gets traded to the Jets before the trading deadline. <laughs> Already they're talking about that. Already. All right. I, that's the, and that wasn't like I I haven't thought about it. I only saw a couple of people tweet about it. Would that just make and, you lose your mind? <laughs> and what's already been a crazy couple yeah. of months for you? Yeah, I've been a little delirious. Yeah, I'd say so. You, but you, but you drank the Kool Aid. Yeah, uh, I well listen. I have no choice but to because I've waited since I'm a year old for the Jets to win a Super Bowl. Um, it's been way too long, and it's every time something good has was supposed to happen, something right. bad. So, like, after the 98 season when they went to the championship game and lost to the Broncos, so I'm there opening day at Giant Stadium, and I'm thinking that the Jets are going to the Super Bowl that year, and then Testaverde ruptures his Achilles tendon um, in the first quarter. I, I so, remember that. So, yep. And then, you know, 19, 
you know, 1982, I'm convinced the Jets are going to the Super Bowl and then Don Shula refuses to put the tarp on the field the week of the AFC Championship game to negate the Jets' speed and the Jets lose 14 to nothing because Richard Todd uh, kept throwing the ball to A.J. Dewey. All right, and so like here... All uh, these things going on, but now, like, I'm... I'm tr- I, 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 have ne- I have not been this excited about the Jets since 99, since going wow. into the 99 season. 24 years. Yeah. So if you talk to a former athlete... All right, let's use baseball as an example. If you talk to a former baseball player about, hey, do you remember your first career home run? He'll tell you the pitch that was thrown, who was on the mound, the ballpark they played in, whether they won the game or not. What Schwartz just did is how all Jets fans think. They can tell you where they were, who they were with, what they were wearing, what they ate Mm -hmm. when this event happened in Jets history. Vinny snapping his Achilles... The fake spike, the fake spike, the halftime lead that was blown in Pittsburgh. No, that was Indianapolis. Indianapolis, that was the 2009. Then the following year was when right. they got blown out in the first half, came back, right? And then the defense, the vaunted Rex Ryan defense, couldn't come up with a stop there in the fourth quarter. And but if the Jets had shown up for the first half, they would have played in the Super Bowl. Do you think that Mark Sanchez doesn't get properly remembered by Jets fans? Yeah, because he got screwed by Rex Ryan. Right. By leaving him in that preseason game against the Giants to get hurt. Mm-hmm. And he also, Rex had no clue about the offensive side of the ball. And they just did, they didn't, then they started breaking up the offensive line. He inherits the team from Mangini. They have this unbelievable running game in an offensive line. And then every year under Rex and Tannenbaum, they dismantled it. Victor Cruz, 99-yard touchdown catch and run. Where yeah. were you and what were you doing? I was in the press box covering the Jets, um, and it was a Jets home game. Yep. So I was in my regular seat, left side of the MetLife Stadium press In December? Box. Was that a December game? Yeah, it was right? Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, yeah. So you yeah. had to bite your tongue on that one because so you were like, working like, press. Like, I'm, you know, I was, I was always able to, when I covered the team, I was always able to turn it off when I was at the game. Yeah, you have to. But, like, inside... I was just pissed to no one. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I I probably if I was a fan, I probably would have had to leave my seat, go to the concession or something like that, and punch something. The other thing, too, Jimmy G apparently has not been throwing the deep ball well to Devontae Adams. He's never really a deep thrower. Um, he was always kind of a manager, check-down guy over the middle. But Devontae Adams is a vertical threat. They apparently have had a couple of issues there. Playing for Josh McDaniel, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. The guy's insufferable. (laughs) Um, And the report that came out yesterday is that the 49ers felt that Jimmy G tuned them out towards the end of last season. Again, another case like Rodgers trapped in a marriage and you're trying to weasel your way out, bury your way out, and get into that hole. You also couldn't Uh, walk. What's that? You couldn't walk? Yeah. So I don't blame him. I just I it, again I don't think it's going to be as monumental of a disaster as Peter does. I don't think it's going to work though. It's going to be an average team. It's going to be very average, six to seven wins. But watch those Saints. Keep an eye on those Saints. We'll see what happens. What do you got? Did you, did you see Aaron Rodgers' Instagram post yesterday? I did not. Love my seventeens, and he tags. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Garrett Wilson and Devontae. Did you also see that on the butt? On the butt, David is, Bakhtiari. Yeah. Mm. That's a lot of money for the Packers to give yeah. up a cap hit to do that. Yeah, because Bakhtiar is the highest paid lineman He's in the league. Three like, million dollars coming. Is it that much? I, th- I, I <laughs> the station down the hall. I heard that. Mm. I don't know if I'm supposed to mention that. No, you can mention that. Yeah, 
The boss is not here. It, I mean, it's it is good though. Like he's he's trying to make it Green Bay East. Now you've already got Lazard. You've already got Cobb. It's like Randall how, Cobb made a tremendous catch in practice yesterday. Did he? Yeah. Were you out there yesterday? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. very nice. Yeah. Yeah. He's got beautiful eyes, <laughs> Randall Cobb. Cobb. Yeah. If I'm, you look, I'm really not focusing on his eyes. I'm focusing on does he yeah, catch the ball? That's the difference between you and me. Is I look at the person. You just look at I them mean, as, I just, as an are, athlete. Are, are you catching the ball? Yeah. Are you running with it? Are you going to make the tackle if you're on defense? You know, like these are the things that that's, I pay attention and to. And that's why you're a respected member of the media. Yeah, and and a, and a diehard fan, too. Yes, you like, are. you know what? I don't care what the guy looks like. Mm. Well, look, like, I'll say this. I'm very happy that Mekhi Becton lost 50 pounds. Like, he yeah. looks like a completely different player. Have you been watching Hard Knocks? I've been watching Hard Knocks. You love and it? And one Jets drive back-to-back days. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. I love I mentioned this earlier. When Rodgers pulled Becton aside mm-hmm. and said, hey, let's talk this week. We can grab lunch. I thought that was so great. Tremendous. Right? Absolutely tremendous. That's got to feel so good for the kid to have that vote, that vote of confidence, that boost, because obviously Becton, a lot of people are saying he's going to get traded. They, they need him. I I, they, I think he should be playing left tackle. Uh, I mean, I mean, he has not gotten a snap with the starters in practice yet. So let's. What, what are they waiting for? They, well, are they, they that worried about the excuse? Him? Well, we got to make sure he can play a whole game. Well, right now the guys you think can play a whole game are crap. How are you going to well, know? Not all of them. I'm sorry. Let me take it back. Some of them are. That's the only thing you got to worry about with this team. It's a concern. That and it is a concern. It's really the only one. It's a concern. I, I think uh, you got Vera Tucker is solid. Um, McGovern is okay at center, but I think eventually Tipman, the draft pick, will be mm. the set, starting center. And then you've got a bunch of guys rotating in and out. You know what? We shall see. A lot of screen passes, a lot of quick, quick Listen, passes. Listen, he operated split backs in Green Bay. He had Jones. He had Dylan. It worked wonderfully. He, no reason why he can't do that with Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall. No question. Let me uh, race through this because we have to get stunned after the update. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah. The Dodgers have won 11 straight games after a one nothing win over the Brewers. Manager Dave Roberts was thrilled to see catcher Austin Barnes Hit his first home run of the season. I just heard him in there celebrating right now, celebrating Austin, which is great. And uh, it's been a tough year. I mean, they're always difficult in in different ways. But for him personally, I know it's been his toughest season. Um, But he's not a quitter. He, he, He works as hard as he's ever worked. And the Dodgers now 15 and 1 in August. Also, Diamondbacks over the Padres 3 1. You had the Mets beat the Cardinals 4 2. Nationals top the Red Sox 10 7. The Mariners beat the Royals 6-4, to and the Tigers-Guardians game was postponed. NFL preseason, Browns and Eagles played to an 18-18 tie in Philadelphia yesterday. Was it scintillating? I was I was looking for a riveting. Here's the word for this hour, riveting. Freaking Schwartz, Schwartz with the words. Rand McSchwartz. No, that's a map. I'm sorry. That's not, what am I looking for? Webster's. That's Schwartz's. Yeah. yeah, Rand McNally is the maps. Yeah, Rand McNally. I don't know. I was just trying to think of something that went along with Schwartz. Uh, now, uh, hockey fans in Western New York uh, saying goodbye to a legend. Putting it up to LaFontaine. He gets tripped up, gets it to May, and over the line. He's May going in on goal. He shoots. He That was in 1993. Longtime Buffalo Sabres play-by-play voice Rick Jenneret passed away yesterday at the age 
of 81, called Sabres games for 51 seasons, the longest run in NHL history. He's in the Hockey Hall of Fame, and he passes away following a two-year battle with multi-organ failure. And from golf, Rory McIlroy, Brian Harmon shared lead at five under after one round of the BMW Championship. And let me squeeze this in because I meant to get to it last hour. WNBA last night, the Las Vegas Aces beat the Liberty of New York 88-75. Here's the story, though. Liberty star Sabrina, Sabrina Ionescu's sneakers were stolen before the game. Do you see this? Yeah. Those shoes have custom-made insoles. And so she wrote on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it these days, that she just wants the insoles back. The person who stole the sneakers can keep the sneakers. She wants the insoles back. Now, without her sneakers, she still had 22 points and was 6 out of 12 from three-point land. I have a culprit. I think I know who did it. You think you know who did it? Yeah. Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan. Foot guy. Foot guy. Yep. Yeah, well, you know what? Uh-huh. I probably second that notion. Yeah, I didn't think about that, did you? That <laughs> is, that is That's awful, though. Like, really? That That's what's going on? In they had played arena. in Las Vegas. They had another game there a few nights before, and I guess they kept everything in the locker room. So Jeez. it's got to be an inside job. Oh, of course. I mean, they, I mean, they've got to have security footage, no? I would think they'll I mean, come on. I give would. the insoles back. Just, and she, she, keep the sneakers. Just yeah. give her the, the custom-made insoles back. Is that so? No. Why would you want somebody else's custom-made insoles? I don't know. Uh, they must be expensive now, insoles. If you're the person who stole the sneakers. I most now likely did because I have like 300. Well, I used to have 300 and something pairs of sneakers. Now I got 100. So it's very possible I have her sneakers and I just don't know. You have 100 pairs of shoes? Yeah. It's been a running uh, conversation in this show. Damn. Uh, I'm a big shoe guy. Damn. I didn't know that. I had no idea. I think my son is catching up on that. Uh, I'm big in. I have four. Peter, you got to stop them now. You got to stop them now. It is well, a sick habit. It's, I need very, to it's very, very tough when we go like out to a mall or you know, a sporting goods store or whatever, and he's like, he's looking at them like, you have six pairs of sneakers. Yeah, but he's not buying them with his own money. You're buying them. No, we. No, this is the rule. Okay. He's 17 years old now. Oh, I thought Brad, he was like. No, well, my younger son is 13. Did that? Bradley. Okay. Bradley is 17 years old. He earns some really good money as an umpire. He umpires. Little League Baseball. Let's get stunned first. Tell me more about that after stunned. After stunned. I want to hear about the shoes later. Yeah, just too many shoes. Let's get stunned. It doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news. And today's stun comes from Boston, Greg, a woman who fractured her left ankle during a trip with her husband to the Italian Food Emporium, Italy, in Boston last year is blaming her injury on a piece of ham. <laughs> Alice Cohen was heading to an area where food samples are, I love food samples at the supermarket, don't you love that, <laughs> are distributed to customers, and this was on October 7th, when she slipped on a piece of prosciutto and fell, according to a lawsuit that was recently filed in Suffolk Superior Court in Boston. Alice Cohen sustained bodily injuries, a loss of enjoyment of life, pain and suffering, and incurred necessary medical expenses for medical care and attention, the lawsuit says. Her Food med- is family. Yeah. <laughs> Her medical expenses, including a hospital visit and physical therapy, have resulted in more than $7,500 in bills. According to court papers, they're seeking a jury trial and at least $50,000 
in damages. And the lawsuit claims that Italy was negligent for not properly cleaning the floor. The lawsuit also claims the loss of consortium. The restaurant had a duty to ensure that the surface of the floors were free from unnecessary dangers, a duty to use ordinary care to maintain the premises in a reasonably safe condition, and a duty to warn of such dangerous conditions. That must have been a nasty piece of prosciutto. Yeah, but how do you miss that on the floor? How about looking down? I, I mean, I've been there. Okay, it's, it's, a, it's, it's very stimulating, to say the least. Stimulating? Italy. There's a lot of things going on in this place. These words we're using today. It's like a piece so, of prosciutto stimulating to you. No, you don't see it because you're distracted by all the other different things. Would in the you store. say that it's the most sensual of the cured meats? Nah, nah. So we we've replaced the banana peel, the proverbial slip on the banana peel, with a piece of prosciutto. I'm okay with that. This woman's an idiot. How did she? It's right there. How do you miss that on the floor? Head up. Don't look down. You know. Oh look, more samples. Whoops. You're distracted. No, I'm sorry. You got to notice that on the floor. A wet floor, that's a different story. That happens all the time. Maybe it was like a slippery prosciutto. I don't know. A wet piece of prosciutto. Yeah. Okay, that's possible. In the deli section, gets a little... A little 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 bit of moist pork, would you say? Uh Huh? (laughs) Don't play that. That's good. That's good. I was going to. I know you were. I watched your eyes go to the screen. Do not play that. That was very good. Moist pork... Loyal listener of the show. Here for the people. Is it? Well I mean, done. is it really? It's it's a thinly sliced cured piece of ham. Mm-hmm. How do you slip on it? That's what I'm asking. I don't know. How do you miss that? She she did a cartoon fall. She stepped, it's, and the legs kicked up and everything. It's, it's not like it's like stepping on a piece of cheese, isn't it? Right. She's right. So like I've cl- stepped on a piece of cheese before. I'm not slipping. Why does not that? surprise me at all? I've probably dropped a piece in the kitchen and maybe accidentally stepped on it. Really? But, like, I'm not slipping on it. That's very And I'm, a prob- I'm, I'm going to make the assumption that I weigh a lot more than this lady that's, does. That's a fair I, assumption. I think it's a fair assumption, yeah. right? So um, I'm trying. How would you slip on it? I'm now just thinking of you dropping a piece of cheese on the floor in your kitchen and somehow stepping on it. Well, if I didn't know I dropped it, and oh. I took a step. How big is your kitchen? I, I would say we have a fairly good-sized kitchen yeah. in our house, yeah. Wow. But if I'm, like, making a sandwich in the kitchen, and I'm peeling a piece of cheese, and I miss All right, a so cheese now you're piece. eating Kraft Singles because you're taking it out of a, no, a wrapper? No, you get it nicely sliced at the deli okay. counter at the supermarket. But right. if I drop a piece, and I, I didn't realize I dropped it, and then I take a step, I'm going to step on the piece of cheese. But I'm you, not slipping on it. Are you one of those guys that complains that it was cut too thin or too thick? Not if you ask for it okay. correctly at the beginning. We always, they will always, and we, the deli we go to, they will ask how you like it cut. You know what really grosses me out is when they cut it and they go, "Oh, would you like a piece?" I go, oh, yeah. "I don't want your hands." No, they have gloves. No, on. they got gloves. They got no, gloves no, on. I get the, what, I get, I get, I get the, no, I get no. the free piece of cheese no, all the time. No, they, I, do, I don't do. want glove hands on the piece of. Does meat. your son you want a piece of the cheese too? Yes, Dad. I'll take a piece of the cheese. Oh my God. So your son loves cheese and sneakers. Sneakers. What a Dangerous. guy. And cleats, obviously, as a football player. Uh, that's true, like, too. You have two pairs of cleats. I like this one, too. Like, I'm not, Mom and I are not paying for another piece of, another that, pair of cleats. This is what I just said before. P- Peter, you're enabling them. You got you to gotta cut no, it. But, no, but now he's got his own job now. He umpires baseball games. So, like, and he comes home with cash. That sounds good. Like, and they give it to him before the first pitch of the game is thrown. They, they, the, each team has to give half of what he gets for the fee. 
And I'm like, he's coming home. If he works, sometimes he works four games in a day if he's not doing anything else. Like, you have, you want that pair of cleats? Have you ever it. been to one of his games where he's umpired? Yes. How does he do? He does great. Yeah. He really does. Does he have to? De- yeah, we he got. He deals with a lot of crap. We're going to talk about a little more. We got the final hour coming upon us. Let's take a timeout on the DA show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What kind of intro is that? It's very Eurotechy. Future. Yeah. A little vroom vroom. You ever listen to The Prodigy? Remember The Prodigy? Like the English DJ? No. But there, there, did you see that guy who's on TikTok or Twitter now? His name's like Kyle Gordon, and he's like trending for making like a ripoff 90s song. Oh, really? Yeah, it's actually pretty good. So what does he do? He just does remixes? No, it's called Planet of the Beast. Okay. You're how old again? 22. Oh, man, you're you're a young pup. So <laughs> I love these talking head stories, which we'll get to in a little bit, because I am very happy to tell you that Saturday, April 6th, then Sunday, April 7th at Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia, it is WrestleMania 40. Ticket pre-registration for the two-day event is now available at www.wwe.com slash WM40-presale. General tickets available. They will be available today. And I am so happy to welcome the three-time women's champ and the Royal Rumble winner from two years ago, Bianca Belair. Kind enough to stop by the DA show. Bianca, it's Greg and Carlos here in New York. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? We're doing well. Obviously, a very big week for you and the company uh, WrestleMania 40, the marquee event of the year, and so far the uh, the response has been overwhelming, I'm sure. It has. Everyone's so excited about it. I'm excited about it. It's WrestleMania 40, so it's going to be huge. And tickets are on sale now, so everyone's going out and getting those tickets, and we're all getting prepared for WrestleMania because we all know it's going to come up very quickly. So, Bianca, I'll let you know that I'm going Saturday night. Carlos is in studio with me. He is going both nights. And this will be my third ever WWE event that I've been to. Coincidentally, all three have been in Philadelphia. It is a wrestling oh, wow. town. <laughs> the fans there are wild. What is it like for you performing there? Uh, I mean, Philadelphia has some amazing, amazing, amazing fans. Um, I'm so excited to be coming here. It's, I think it's the perfect place for WrestleMania 40. You said it's a wrestling town, and everybody's going to come out. But what's amazing about WrestleMania is that it's not just the people that live in that city. It's going to be people coming from all over 
not just the United States, but from all over the world. Um, and I think Philadelphia is going to be the perfect place for that. So we're all excited for that. Now, Bianca, you've already made WrestleMania history before, back at WrestleMania 37. I'll take you back there. It's you. It's Sasha Banks. It's the second time that women have main evented WrestleMania. So just to miss the mark to make history on that, but it's the first time we had two African-American performers of any gender. Could you talk about a little bit about how much that moment meant to you in your, uh, your early stages of your career? Uh, that moment was, it's hard to put that moment into words. Um, it was just full of emotions. At one point, it became extremely overwhelming for me. If anyone goes back and they watch that match, they can see uh, as soon as the bell rings, I'm almost in tears in the match. That's the last place you want to be in tears is in the ring. Um, but it just became overwhelming, and I'm so glad that we allowed ourselves to take a moment and just soak it in because the moment was just unprecedented. Uh, it's going to go down in history and just, you know, inspire generations and generations. And it's amazing to think that, you know, people who get get into WWE and they want to have see inspiration or get inspired, they're going to use that match for inspiration. But I, I'm so proud of that match. And I got I walked out as champion. We won an SG off of that match. But that moment was just amazing. Um, and it was just very overwhelming. Yeah, it, it's wonderful to see what uh, WWE has come for uh, and far along with women's wrestling. You know, I, I remember growing up watching a product. It, it always just seemed to be, you know, the side attraction. And you, you all are tremendous athletes. Uh, could you talk about some of the uh, female performers that inspired you to get into the business? I, I, I can go back as far as, you know, Fabulous Moolah, like Alundra <laughs> Blaze. Like I'm in that age group uh, that I remember, like the, the pioneers of the business. Who were some of the, the competitors that uh, really got you thinking, this is something I want to do with the rest of my life? Um, yeah, so my my journey into WWE is a little more unique than some of the people when I came in. So I didn't really watch wrestling a lot growing up. My brother did. And so I watched it whenever, you know, we would fight over the remote and he would win. But the, I remember, even though I didn't really watch it a lot, the one woman who stuck out to me was China. And mm. she was just big and strong and so powerful. And then when I got into WWE, I remember coming across uh, Beth Phoenix. And she just inspired me so much because I saw myself in here. I saw how she was the Glamazon. She was strong, but she was also, like, embraced her femininity. And she was strong and powerful, but she was, graceful at the same time and i was like that's that's what i want to represent as well so i would definitely have to say um you know beth phoenix you know jacqueline um all these women that went out there and just you know were, were, were out there fighting and being strong and being you know just relentless in the ring that's who inspired me and i think that you know they set that foundation for us so that we can go out there and you know have these amazing matches and have Royal Rumbles and and have main event WrestleManias. And now, you know, I feel like we're moving from that narrative of women trying to show that we can compete just as well as the men. Now we're moving on from that narrative, and that's not even in our mindset now. We're out there just competing and they put on great matches. You know, we're competing with ourselves. We're not competing with the men anymore. We're, you know, if there's two women's matches, on the show, the women are competing against each other, trying to outshine each other because we're already there. So I love that I'm in WWE at this time where women can go out there and just main event at WrestleMania's main event on the PLEs, main event 
on Raw and the SmackDowns on a weekly basis. Bianca Belair from WWE, kind enough to join us this morning on the DA Show. Greg and Carlos in studio. And aside from the main event match that we just talked about before and how emotional that was for you, Bianca, you technically made your main roster debut at WrestleMania 36. So this event clearly (laughs) has a lot of significance in your career. You've already achieved a couple of milestones. So how do you top that moving forward? Because you still have a long ways to go. Yeah, it's it's really uh since you said that, that makes so much sense. I you know, my 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 main roster debut was at WrestleMania. Uh it was during the pandemic in front of no no one. We had zero fans, but it's definitely been a huge part of my uh career. But yeah, I've I've main evented, I've, you know, three peated at WrestleMania. So at this point I'm carrying an undefeated streak <laughs> at WrestleMania at this hmm. point. So I'm just looking continue that that undefeated streak i'm looking to just continue to create moments and you know have top my gear from the previous year top my performance from the previous year top my entrance from the previous year uh main event at night one uh you know we have wrestlemania two nights now which is amazing because we have so much talent so now i want to main event night two um and i just want to continue to 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 go undefeated at wrestlemania so obviously we're a long ways away from the road to WrestleMania. You know, unofficially, everybody looks at the Royal Rumble event, and that's when it starts to kick off to build the excitement. Mm-hmm. Obviously, tickets are available now, but let's say, Bianca, you find yourselves in, in a time machine. Who's the dream opponent in a WrestleMania main event for you? It's so hard uh, because so many matches could be dream matches, but we all know that my two top three matches uh, for current WWE superstars is me versus Rhea Ripley. Um, you know, she's doing amazing things right now. On the other side, I feel like we're both just climbing at mountaintop, and I would love to meet her at the top of the mountaintop. We've had history when we were in NXT together. We started around the same time, and we just, we've, we've been just doing amazing things on both sides. Um, and also, Charlotte Flair, because everyone knows my goal is to eventually take down all four horsewomen. I've been able to pin three out of the four, and Charlotte Flair is the last one, and she's one of the uh, WWE superstars that I looked up to when I first got into WWE. And so to actually meet her in the ring one day and be, and be able to take her down and climb that mountaintop would mean everything to me. Bianca, one final question for you. And uh, just out of curiosity, how do you do it? I mean, you get up for morning radio, you have this grueling travel schedule, you take a beating in the ring, you have a smile on your face, you're performing at a high level. What keeps you going? Oh, you, just the love. So the love of WWE, um, you know, having a passion for it. Uh, I, I still go back all the time to the moment that I, I realized that I was walking in my purpose. And that was um, in 2017 when I first got into WWE and I had my first big match on the, on the big stage in the Young Classic. And I had this out-of-body experience where I realized I was walking in my purpose. And if you've ever felt that, it's an amazing feeling, and you never want to let that go. But it's also my why, you know, I want to always go out there and make a bigger impact and make it more than just about myself. So I'm always thinking about others and thinking about how I'm impacting them and influencing them. And they're my why, and so that's what keeps me going. And it gets rough, and I get tired. Um, my voice sounds crazy right now because I'm so tired. But <laughs> it's just the love of WWE and just remembering that this is an amazing opportunity and this is me leaving my legacy. So that's what keeps me going. 
Bianca, it's only the beginning for you. You are a role model. You are a champion, and uh, you are now a friend of the DA Show. Thanks for spending a few minutes with us. I know it's an early morning and that you've been quite busy, so thanks again. Stay healthy, keep on smiling, and we'll see you at WrestleMania. Thank you so much. Thanks, Bianca. Good luck, Bianca. That's Bianca Belair. Awesome stuff from her. Really excited to see her. Carlos and I will be in the building, WrestleMania 40, Saturday, April 6th, Sunday, April 7th at the link. Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia is going to be rocking. Ticket pre-registration for the two-day event is now available at www.wwe.com slash WM40-presale. General tickets go on sale today. So great stuff from Bianca Belair. And uh, my thanks to Carlos for the assist with that one. She was great. Um, and she was doing a couple of other hits throughout the morning. So uh, for her to get up and do this with us, that's good stuff from her. And, uh, yeah, you hear the, the difference, you know, talking about her purpose and trying to inspire others. That's a beautiful, noble thing. And, uh, again, she's somebody that grinded, you know, four years in NXT and finally made the main roster and had a very quick ascent to the top. Uh, that, that's a big get in the wrestling world. And uh, I know for Pete Bellotti and other wrestling fans i know that for carlos that was a treat she's uh she's awesome somebody very easy to root for yeah i'm, I'm interested to see where they're going to go storyline with mm. this because there's a couple of different opponents that they could pitch for her uh but we got a long way to go yeah. i as much as it's you know fun to get excited about wrestlemania getting our tickets already it's only august right this is not really going to start to feel like an actual real thing until we get to january imagine that the other side of the year yeah, it is crazy to think about. We're only in August, but we're halfway through the month, more than halfway through. And, you know, it's funny with these uh, hosting shifts. They're few and far between for me. I wonder why. Um, Car- Carlos used the word normalcy before, um, or lack thereof, because that's what this show has been. And that's how I like it, because I've been having a lot of fun with you. And let's not forget, we do have our Target Demo Friday coming up after we get done with the update from Peter. But... Um, you know, I don't get paid any extra for doing this shift. Like, I get paid my regular update rate. So if I did four hours sitting here or eight hours in that chair, it's the same thing. So, like, for me, there's no financial difference by doing this. I'm doing this for love of the game and for love of the D-Aliens. I don't want people to recognize my sacrifice. Look at you waxing poetically for the D-Aliens. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a martyr. I want people to recognize that. <laughs> You're a martyr? I'm doing You're this for alive. you people. It's like a tear in my eye. See, look, Schwartz is emotional. What do you got, Pete? By the way, I was a huge fan of Wendy Richter back in the day. Is that Re- right? Yes. See, you don't know who that is. That's before my time, That's bro. before your time. Way before my Remember time. Wendy it's Richter? before mine, too, but with I know Cindy, who she is. With Cindy Lauper, when they had the whole oh, rock okay. and wrestling Cindy Lauper was a huge wrestling fan. She constantly made cameos. I was that, thinking, like, the Snapple lady. Wasn't the Snapple lady's Wendy, name yeah, Wendy? That, no, no, no. But That's not Wendy her. Wendy Richter was WWF champion when it was WWF. Right. And then that was the whole thing when MTV got involved and Hulk Hogan and Mr. T was with, they went up against Roddy Piper and Cowboy Bob Wharton, that uh-huh. whole, you know, 80s era of wrestling. When so, I really Schwartz, started. let me ask you, I'll put you yeah. on the spot. What's the best wrestler impersonation that you could do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. I love Just that. the one word? You're not going <laughs> to snap into a Slim Jim or something like that? <laughs> I know the what... cream rises to the top. I'm the cream of the crop. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking to you, Jack Tunney. 
Macho Man Randy Savage was done a disservice at WrestleMania 3. There you go. That was great. Carlos asked good questions. I've noticed that about Carlos. Carlos and I have worked together quite a bit, but I never realized you're a very good interviewer, Carlos. You ask good questions. Oh, listen, I try. Listen, they're nice enough to give us a couple minutes. Obviously, they're trying to promote their event. But, you know, I want to be able to give the uh, audience something different. You know, I don't. who's going to ask, oh, yeah, okay, uh, tell me about your first match ever. You know, that, that stuff, I'm sure she's been asked that a hundred times. Yeah, with somebody like that, you know she's done a lot of interviews. You want to make it different. You want to make it stand out. You don't want to ask the cookie cutter stuff. Yeah, that was that was good. And I know what I also meant was that you you got Schwartz to do a macho man. <laughs> I mean, that that in and of itself makes it oh, a good yeah, question. You got emotional. You choked up on it. A number of years ago, I was doing a, a show on a small Long Island radio station. The WWF is coming to Nassau Coliseum to do a house show. So I'm thinking, this would be great if I can get one of the wrestlers to, to come on the this show. This wasn't WBAB, was it? Uh, no, it was the AM affiliate, oh, okay. WGBB. Got the it. same building. Got it. But we did the show from a restaurant every Friday afternoon on Long Island. Like, that would be great. And the guy who I did the show with hated wrestling. So, like, this would be great. If we can get a wrestler on, it could be, like, an antagonistic kind of thing. Yeah. So I I, e- I email, fax a letter at that point to the WWF, and the lady calls me back. The PR person goes, uh, he can't do it in person because he'll be on his way to the Coliseum in a limo, but we are going to have Rocky Maivia do, do the interview. And people who don't know who that is, that's yep. The Rock. That's Dwayne Johnson. And it was the most hysterical interview I have ever done because my partner was antagonizing him with how you know wrestling is fake, oh, you know, questions boy. and stuff like that. Now I'm trying to be the straight wrestling guy and asking about because it was a, a cage match that night with the Nation of Domination against DX. Yep. So I'm trying to ask like legitimate wrestling questions, and here's my partner intact. He's being the, a smart ass. If the Rock is sitting there, like he's going to pull a you know a, a King Lawler on you know. Andy Kaufman on the David Letterman uh-huh. show. Like, that's what's going to happen. But it was hysterical. And that was he was, like, on the cusp of being The Rock. Like, he was just about to be a superstar. And I yep. had him on my little radio show on That's Long very Island, cool. Which is awesome. So, uh, well, we'll get into the update now. Yeah, How about we, that? We can do uh, that. As I love talking about wrestling in the 80s, we'll get into the, the update. Our first stop, Los Angeles. The Dodgers just keep on rolling. Evan Phillips to Willie Adamas. And here it comes. And down he goes. Swung on and missed strike three. The Dodgers have won 11 straight. Phillips saves his 18th. The Dodgers' 12th shutout of the year. A season-high 28 games over 500. That was Charlie Steiner laying the smackdown on Dodgers radio. The Dodgers beat the Brewers 1-0. L.A. 15-1 in August. Austin Barnes hit his first home run since September of last year. In Washington, Red Sox playoff hopes took a big hit. Now the 0-2. Swing a line drive left center field. This is headed toward the gap. It's down. It's going by Yoshida and all the way to the fence. This is going to clear the bases. Racing home downs and Thomas into second with another two-run double is Joey Manessis. He's driven in five runs all by himself. The Nationals eight, the Red Sox won. What a ball game for Joey Manessis. Dave Jagler on Nationals Radio, and the Nationals get the 1-2-3 on the Red Sox, 10-7. Now to St. Louis. They all pitch. Alonso clocks one. Deep center field. Edmund back looks up. It is gone. Onto the grassy Berman straightaway center. It falls onto the natural batter's eye. A two-run home run for Pete Alonso. 2 nothing. Mets lead in the top of the fourth. All right, that time I heard the John Sterling getting in the face. Yeah. 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 
Was that me or is that actually the Macho Man? Oh, yeah. Oh, that sounds like me. Sounds like you. That was me. Oh, that was a nice job getting that. that nice quick. turnaround. That's Very the, good. That's the butcher. Oh, he's learning from Pete or is he learning from Pete? I think I think he's taking he the is. ball and run with yeah. it. Yeah. Well, that was Keith Rad on Mets Radio. Mets beat the Cardinals 4-2 for Pete Alonso, his 37th home run of the season. You also had the Diamondbacks over the Padres 3-1. Mariners beat the Royals 6-4. Uh, and the Tigers-Guardians game in Cleveland, Rain Dad will be made up as part of a single admission doubleheader today with game one starting at 4-10. NFL preseason, you had the Browns and Eagles playing an 18-18 tie. Eagles rookie wide receiver Tyree Cleveland and rookie defensive lineman Moro Jomo were carted off the field with neck injuries. Both players have movement in their extremities. Head coach Nick Sirianni said that was tough to see. Yeah, you never want to see that. It's your heart goes out to everybody that that you know that gets hurt in a game, and you know because they're working so hard to make the football team. So that uh, that's tough. You know that's tough for the team. That's tough for myself. That's tough tough for the coaches because you you you're, you care about these guys and and you want to see them succeed. And then to to have injuries that's always that's always tough. Further updates on those two expected sometime today. Now to hockey, and there is sadness in Buffalo. They chop at it on the board. Stahl tries it free to Burridge again. Looking for Lafontaine. In front, it's a The voice of longtime Buffalo Sabres play-by-play announcer Rick Jenneret, who sadly passed away last night at the age of 81, called Sabres hockey for 51 seasons, the longest play-by-play run in NHL history from 1971 to 2022. He won the 2012 Foster Hewitt Award that put him in the Hockey Hall of Fame, and he passed away after a two-year battle with multi-organ failure. In golf, Rory McIlroy, Brian Harmon share the lead at five under after one round of the BMW Championship. Have you ever been to a WrestleMania before? I have not. It'll be my third wrestling event ever. I am ecstatic. I cannot wait. Hopefully, I can meet up with Carlos beforehand. I've been the two, but a long time ago. There we go. 10 and 15. All right. 10 was at the Garden. Yep. 10th anniversary of the first one. And 15 was in Philadelphia, Rock and Austin. Okay. Was the main event. All right. Good stuff. That Schwartz on the headlines. When we come back, your target demo and an epic fail as we say goodbye on this summer Friday. It's a Friday fiesta. Here's what our listeners in the target demo are up to. Oh, yeah, you know what time it is. Target Demo Friday on the DA Show, wrapping up a busy week on CBS Sports Radio. My buddy Tommy Thompson was the first one to write in much earlier in the program, listening and watching on Twitch from outstanding OBX in the Outer Banks. Beautiful pick of the beach. Mac and Bear from D-Ware. Hey, guys, big props to Carlos with a K. Thank you for your service from one vet to another. Greg, big props to you. Great opportunity on hosting today. What's up, D-Aliens? We Seems also, like a very nice girl. So I got a couple more. Got a bunch more, actually. Marie in Denver. Hi, sweetie. Oh, Greg, good morning. This is one of the best DA shows. Getting to look at you. Happy Friday to us, right? With hey. the two heart Ho. face emojis. Hey. Ho. 
Dixieland Dan is checking in on Twitch. Uh, gonna sit on the porch, blast some Daft Punk. That's an interesting choice. Some Lil Wayne and maybe some Depp Leopard on the big speaker and drink some ice cold beers tonight. Got a dozer coming to build my driveway and having a swim pool delivered tomorrow as well. Great show today, guys. Target Demo Friday. Oh, yeah. Sean Ironman 90. Good morning, Greg Caserta and the boys. Listening from the extra humid state of South Carolina on the Odyssey app while I walk my four miles before meal number two out of six. Great show today, hard hat guys. Target demo Friday. By the way, Sean Ironman 90 looks like Sylvester Stallone. Let's go, Jets. Kristen in Buffalo, listening via YouTube while walking, working from home. Always a pleasure listening to Greg Caserta go off the rails. Also, I'd like to toast a late booski to Carlos with a K and Ryan Bosher for, for holding down the fort this week and two great PGPs. Sports, hashtag Target Demo Friday. Booskies. Jeff in South Jersey writes, working remotely in upstate New York at my brother's house on a teeny laptop screen, proving low effort for full pay. Great job today, and Sliver is a top-notch fade-in. Nailed it. Hashtag Target Demo Friday. Hashtag Sleep Number This. Hashtag Sleep Number That. (laughs) No respect for the read. Jeremy Coster says, good morning, gang, from beautiful Northwest Arkansas. Listening delayed on the podcast while doing Uber Eats podcast. Great show as always. Hashtag Target Demo Friday. Yeah, I love pepperoni. Steven Saverna Park. Good morning, Greg. I'm listening via Twitch in Annapolis, Maryland. Great show today by you, Dark Caserta, Crunch and KO, and James the Butcher. Hashtag TDF, hashtag punchline. I gave Joe DiMaggio a shower. <laughs> Wolf Stars, happy Friday, no DA in Byron, Minnesota, listening on the Odyssey app. Then Sirius XM 158 on the way to work. Hashtag happy Friday, hashtag target demo. Next Friday, I'll be getting ready to spend a week here. And he shows a picture of a beautiful lakeside uh, dock here. So hashtag target demo Fridays. Hugh Janice. Kyle, K-Little for MVP. I'm in Lake Havasu City, Arizona, connected to the Mothership via the Odyssey app, and I can't wait for the Panthers game tonight and ready to have a great weekend. Good job filling in today. Keep up the good work, guys. Get a little of the junk off the top of that one, too. Backwards Brian checking in, watching with Twitch from Elizabeth City, North Carolina, working for the weekend. Love the show today and the PGP. We need more Greg in our lives. A shame I can't afford MLB Network. See y'all again on the 28th. I hope Twitch clan. Hashtag have fun, go nuts. Hashtag target demo Friday. I'm the cream of the crop. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking to you, Jack Tunney. Macho man Randy Savage was done a disservice at WrestleMania 3. And finally, Adam, the former bath guy, says, listening on 650 north of the border, driving around Port Coquitlam in a big green recycling truck. I hope I said that right. It doesn't matter who we are. What matters is our plan. All righty then. So we go from that to an epic fail that won't even include today. This entire four-hour program was a giant epic fail. That's right. So- Couldn't cut all that. So here is the week that was on the DA show, Monday through Thursday, a montage. Even the DA show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic feel. Elsewhere in the preseason, did anybody else see that throw by Trevor Lawrence against the Cowboys? No! Ooh. Oh, that's not right. And I've always felt like it was inevitable that this guy was going to be a, a sublime QB. Well, there was a play 
in Saturday's preseason game, which was a win for the Jaguars, 28-28. <laughs> in my ear during the commercial break, Carlos of the gang is like, that throw you are talking about? That's Nathan Rourke. Who the hell is Nathan Rourke? It doesn't matter who we are. What matters is our plan. I do have an oatmeal cookie as well. I got fat-free vanilla pound cake. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> and a book of matches. One trick is to tell them stories that don't go anywhere. How much? He's going to be, well, I, I don't know the total amount, but he's going to be, from what I understand, the highest paid player ever. <laughs> Excuse me. I really game-planned the crap out of this thing. Because it's three hours. I had some Indian food right before, chicken biryani. Beautiful. I was like, let me get it. Let me get a chicken sando, just a Chick-fil-A chicken, maybe two and a half hours in, right near the end, slam that, boom, and was ruined. My roommate got one, too, and he's really the one that ruined it. If I just got the one sandwich, I probably could have just right in the pocket. Yeah, exactly. But since there was a second sandwich, I should have gave him his to put in his pocket. I really didn't game plan it that great because then we would have done that. So I had the bag and I kind of, I stood behind the two of them just right in my left hand. And the guy who scanned our tickets didn't see it. But like I said, the superhero that was behind the desk, I guess <laughs> taking orders at the desk, all of a sudden shot like a side look. <gasps> like he's like an FBI agent. Can't bring outside food in here. Epic fail, you loser. Yeah. D aliens, I love you. You're the best fans in radio. Hopefully they'll let me back in the building after today's show. Carlos with a K might have something to say about that. No, they're going to have a meeting with both of us. Watch. (laughs) I honestly think today is as good a show as any that's aired on this network because this was true morning radio sports. And especially for a Friday, you always save your best show for a Friday. This was a lot of fun. And I'm happy that I got to do it with you guys. We had a great time today. And, uh, yeah, it flies by every time. Like, even though you look forward to it, you go, man, it always flies. And here we are saying our goodbyes. Many thanks to the Wizard of Watch DA. You know him. You love him. Andrew Kaplan, the butcher, Ryan, not Brian, botcher across the glass. Carlos with a -A K-A-R-L-O-S. Stay fly, killer. And to intern Anna, I'm Greg Caserta. Have a great weekend. The Mothership disconnects. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 